Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Happy Halloween, Joe. We're rolling. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number. Am I bothering you at all there? <laughs> is, it, is it a problem for you? You're talking, yeah. How you doing? Happy brings Halloween. you Garage Logic Podcast number 955, October 31st, 2022. And this is our last 80. This is 83 it? degrees on oh. Halloween in 1950. Mm. The day before in 1950, October 30, also 83 degrees. Mm. On this day in 1991, at the start of the Halloween blizzard, 8.2 inches of snow. Ooh. And if you go back to 1878, the uh, the low was 15 degrees. So they had a chilly Halloween. Okay. Did we have Halloween in 1878? I think we did. When did Halloween start? Thank I you. Play the song from the Mayor's Office above the Boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. It's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Height in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. Your turn. <laughs> Halloween started in the mid-19th century. That's when it became U.S. popular. In the 1850s. Yes. 60s. But they've been celebrating as far as... I want to talk to John. John? Yes, sir. John. The, uh, the local meteorologists and the local newspapers have just been beside themselves with the idea that this is going to be the warmest Halloween in 20 years. And they've got charts showing it, and they're just agog. And the record high today was Halloween 1950, when it was 83 degrees. And I remember that you have this great newspaper historical site. So I called you and asked you to see what were the papers doing on uh, October 30 and October 31, 1950. Did the weather even get a mention? Uh, it did, but it was uh, only, for instance, the Star Tribune said weather will continue mild and balmy today to the satisfaction of all except firemen. Apparently, people were burning leaves and starting fires. Uh-huh. Aside, aside from that, they could have cared less. Right. Uh, also, duck hunters were disappointed, according to the Minneapolis Star, uh, because of the warm weather. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wanted the season extended. Uh, ja- do you know Jack Connor by any chance? I do or- not. Okay, well, he wrote the story, and he used something you say all the time. He said, there were reports of the same. Few ducks, very little flying, and 
bluebird weather. Oh, yeah, bluebird weather. It's your Osuchere saying. Yeah. 83 degrees for Halloween 1950. Woo! Uh, huh. I did see Sioux Falls had an 85 in that area, too, as I was looking at the... But no uh, no, no panic, no hysteria, no... Uh, no, gosh, no. And in, in fact, that 85 that was mentioned, I think it was on page 27. Really? That day. really? Yeah, in the wow. weather map, wow. and that was it. So. Well, okay, thank you. Wait, wait, I have well, a question well, for John. He's, he's, he's on the clock. Hi, John, how you doing? Hi, Kenny, how are you? Good, John. Uh, are you naked? I'm not naked, no. Oh. Well, what are you doing then? Well, I'm 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 working apparently at the moment. I guess. I, N- I nice, wanna... nice day up there, John. It's gorgeous. <laughs> Thank you, day. John. <laughs> See, I, well, I'm not, Joe. I got a, a couple other things for you. You know how I love looking at this newspaper. Thing, yeah. Right? Uh, the radio schedule on those days. Oh boy. Is is bigger than the TV schedules in the newspaper? Well, that's that? something. I bet KSD. P was figured prominently. Uh, there was, there was. I think there was three TV WTCN, I think, and I don't remember the other. No, I mean radio. Oh, radio, yes. Oh, yeah. Amos and A- Amos and Andy and uh, CCO and uh, yeah. How much and, syndicated and, programming is on that radio schedule? It looked like it looked like a lot. Why Red no. Sovines Dance Hour? Was anybody or, selling snake oil mixtures and <laughs> stuff I, like I didn't that? See Vitamins. Any snake oil. Yeah. I have one other thing I want to mention though. There's just we always talk about how cool the writing was in those days. Right. Uh, a guy got knifed in Minneapolis that night. Boy. And and the story has direct quotes, I don't know from where. You you tell me, as as an old reporter, <clears throat> how they did this. It's right. about that time, patrolman Axel Samuelson, trying doors in an alley, halted a running man. Samuelson did not know about the stabbing at that time. He stopped the man and said, why are you running, in quotation marks. The officer asked, someone stole my car, quotation marks. The man replied, let me see your driver's license, Samuelson said. All this in quotation marks. Mm-hmm. As the officer reached into his pocket, he noticed the man's shirt was bloody. Have you been in a fight? Had a little trouble over in St. Paul, the man replied. You better come along to headquarters. The man bolted, but Samuel grabbed him and slapped him in the back of the head and said, <laughs> don't try that again. <laughs> those are all, all those are in quotation marks, so like you're listening into the conversation. Well, there's two, uh, there's only two options for how those quotes came about. Uh-huh. Either they were entirely made up, or the cop told the reporter that. Word for word, that's, yeah. that's what I was thinking, the yeah. cop had to tell the reporter. Eventually, by the way, the guy got away, he ran. That same officer, Axel, I believe he was in charge of the cigarette bust. Wasn't that right, Rook? <laughs> that was in Detroit, Dearborn. Right. Dearborn, Dearborn Michigan, hijacking. Uh, I knew that was coming. I like the fact that he said, we may have to take you to headquarters. <laughs> Did he have one of those batons that he was twirling oh, yeah. as he was walking? Casually. What do you see? Yeah. In the front of headquarters. Yeah, one of those big round hats, too. Uh, in front of headquarters, I see a... Um, a lantern? Uh, it's a... Uh, it's the seal, the seal for headquarters. Um, it's like a round ball. I see the big lights on the side of the door. Oh, lights. Okay, yeah. got it. Yes, yes, yes. Big globe lights. And you have to go up steps. Yep. You have to go yep. up steps. And yep. It's a, a stone building. Yes. And just Gray. Uh, majestic. Yeah. And a very cynical and disinterested guy behind the counter yeah. there. Yep. What's your deal? Taking a sip of his coffee. Yeah. Taking a sip of his you? coffee. Johnny, thank you. All right. All talk right. To you later. Uh, just as I just as I anticipated, uh, not much of uh, the fa- not much was made of the fact that they were enjoying balmy weather uh, seventy two years ago. 
on Halloween. Uh, I, I wonder if it was as big as it is now. Oh, I bet bigger. Really? Well, in terms of children, I bet it was bigger. Uh, Halloween, uh, good or bad, has been taken over by adults. Yes, I, I would agree with that. I, you know what I really love? Just love it. I look forward costume. to it every year. A good year. costume. I love to see what the celebrities dress up as. Oh, I just love that. Mm. What about you know naughty nurse or uh, well you know, speaking bad of librarian? That, uh, there kidding. was a uh, oh. a party in uh, my downtown on Saturday, and I happened to be in town for a second. Well, I bet that was fun. And uh, I, I noted driving by that uh, oh, there's somebody dressed up as a slutty mom, uh, and, and I was informed that's how she dresses. Ah, that's oh, a whoops. that's a tough one. Hello. You know, there was a lot of them that are making the rounds on the social medias as people are having fun with the spirit Halloween theme y- yes you guys the, have seen the costume I'm, yeah i'm unaware of that well spirit halloween had a little fun with the yankees it, it's What's spirit halloween it's a brand it's, it's a, a nationwide it's a brand of, of clothes it's the costco of halloween basically oh there's a store called spirit halloween correct it's yeah. a brand halloween yeah. stuff exactly you've been, okay you've been around the earth for a number of years right you yeah. haven't run into spirit Rook, one of not. my favorites that surfaced though over the weekend and a friend of mine angie she used to work in this market she now works in chicago and she retweeted it it says the spirit Halloween radio host. So it's got the 30-year-old female radio host with the peace sign, and it says, comes with narcissism, three other (laughs) part-time jobs, and a post from 10 years ago with a celebrity that just died, which made me laugh hysterically. I got a Mm. note from the chief. Good day, Mr. Mayor and staff. It's been a while since I put a virtual postage stamp on a note to the boathouse. Between work stuff, army stuff, being a dad stuff, and finishing a master's degree in computer science and cybersecurity stuff, I don't have time to throw axes. But, Joe, we got a problem. I ordered my $100 ding-ding-cling over a week ago, and all I got was access to the breaks during the show where I can hear the mayor uh, mandate, let's go here intermittently as nine simultaneous conversations occur between five people, all while Reavers and Rookie do show prep halfway through a show. Can we at least get access to the satellite radio outtakes, outtakes of the mayor from the radio days? Side note, big thanks to the GL Business District. Here's a quick summary of the last couple of weeks. Situation, the residential consultant, the RC, accidentally ran into a yellow bollard post, then purposely continued scraping said post. Solution, the team at Scoonies had her Jeep fixed and spotless in a couple of days. Situation, I wanted to shoot sub-MOA out of three... out to 300 yards for deer hunting season. Solution, Patrick at DK Mags mounted a Vortex Viper 41644 on my new 308 Savage 110 Storm. Translation for the staff, I can put rounds through the hole in a glazed donut at 250 yards, no problem. Impressive. Situation, our water is harder than Kenny's head. Solution, had the Connecticut guy provide an estimate and we'll have our software in about a week. Situation, my old man recently moved back home to this socialist tundra from Florida. Yes, he retired in reverse. Solution, he needed a new vehicle and is a bad bad waiter. So he went to Schmel's last Christmas while visiting. His Atlas was waiting in his garage here, and he's enjoying it immensely. The RC envies the Atlas so much, we'll likely be going to Schmel's soon to trade in her recently fixed up and spotless Jeep. Waiting for my ding, ding, cling, and seafoam T-shirt, the Chief. 
All right. Aren't people getting their little stuff they're supposed to get? <clears throat> the secret ring and the handshake and the cling. I and get the... it. They're sending them out. Are you ready I wonder for... if the chief was spying on me yesterday because uh, MOA is the bane of my existence. What's MOA mean? Minute, minute of angle. Oh. And I'm shooting at something the size of a silver dollar 100 yards out, and I can hit all the way around that silver dollar, but I can't hit the center. And I know it's my eyeballs, and it's making me crazy. The um, answer Sounds to like your a personal problem. First question in terms of the uh, town council. Yeah, all of those items will be sent out at once, and we're wait, what we're waiting for. And by we, I mean the staff behind the works. Uh, we're all we're just waiting for the day, and we can send out a bunch of them at once. Because people are continuing to sign up for the Garage Logic Town Council at GarageLogic.com for just ten bucks a, a month or one hundred dollars a year. That sounds like BS, Reavers. Okay. We brought up the Tamarack, Minnesota nickel mine on Friday, and I put out a call, knowing it would be answered, to Mister Stein, who lives in that area, and we were anticipating that maybe it was a. Uh, Problematic that the earth would be scarred and, and what have you as the government mandates that we must drive electric cars for no purpose whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And I've got a number of notes regarding that mine, and I think they need to be, they need to be uh, cleared up. All right. All right. Here, first, we'll go with Mr. Stein. Here's what I know about the proposed Talon mine in Tamarack, Aiken County. Test drillings have shown a very large and rich deposit of high-grade copper and nickel ore. Both are in short supply in the U.S. It will be an underground mine, not a strip mine, as was said on Friday's podcast. There is no large group of opposing lakeshore-owning euphorians, as you stated, as there are few lakes in this area of Aiken County. The Tamarack Water Alliance, led by Tim and Lyle Anderson, was all I could find, and they met to air their concerns at a local watering hole on Round Lake. The Andersons have been encouraging other residents of their watershed and surrounding areas to become educated and involved so they can be more active constituents. They hope this will help neighbors to more effectively participate as Talon Metals Rio Tinto corporations work to gather public input and create informed consent about the proposed Tamarack Nickel Mine near Round Lake. Patrons of the restaurant where the gathering took place listened and asked questions about how they could be assured the proposed mining would take place in a reasonable manner. A resident of Tamarack who was at the restaurant for dinner expressed the opinion that there is a lot of common ground that everyone can agree that clean water and air are important. He and a number of others gathered there also strongly advocated for economic development. Good union jobs that pay well is another value that was brought forward in the discussion. Dale Luck, our state legislator, visited a similar mining operation in the UP of Michigan and gave this report. Visiting the Eagle Mine and Humboldt plant was a real eye-opener, which allowed first-hand observation of the extensive environmental procedures that apply to handling the ore produced by this modern, non-ferrous mine. I was struck by how very small the surface footprint of the Eagle Mine and the relative quietness at both the Eagle Mine and the Humboldt Mill. The Eagle Mine initially recovered copper nickel, uh, found at 1,000 feet with the discovery of the Eagle Nest Eagle East deposit at about 3,000 feet. The life of the mine was recently extended. 
The copper-nickel ore is initially broken up underground and then brought up to the surface in specially designed haul trucks. It takes about two hours for a truck to make the several-mile round trip from the surface down to the 3,000-foot level and back up with wow. a load of ore. The trucks are only seen briefly on the surface for a couple of minutes when they emerge from the tunnel portal and travel a few hundred yards to deposit the ore into a completely enclosed loading facility. Those few minutes are the only time you will actually see the copper-nickel ore or concentrate out in the open. The rest of the time, the ore is either in a building, a covered semi-truck, or in the case of the concentrate, in a covered rail car. After the ore is deposited, I, I think this tutorial needs to be completed. That's right. It's interesting. Af after the ore is deposited into the enclosed loading facility, it's transferred to semi-trucks for the 66-mile trip to the Humboldt Mill for processing. Before leaving the mine, the covered semi-trucks must pass through a wash station to ensure that no ore residue is inadvertently tracked off the, fa uh, the facility by the trucks. At the mill, the ore is reduced to a powder. Water is added to create a slurry, which allows the nickel and copper to be separated through a flotation process. The copper nickel is skimmed off the top and further separated into nickel and copper concentrates. Those concentrates are dried and leave the mill in covered rail cars bound for Canada for further processing. The U.S. currently does not have the ability to domestically refine high-grade nickel. Today, we must import finished high-grade nickel from other countries located offshore. All water is... I'm almost done. All water is carefully managed at the mine and mill site. Both facilities have state-of-the-art water treatment systems. Water is not allowed to leave either site unless it meets all current environmental standards. It's about a six-hour trip over to the mine site, but the tour put to test a lot of wildly inaccurate speculation of what a modern, high-grade, underground copper, nickel mine and processing site looks like. So by and large, the Talon Mine in Minnesota seems to be mostly welcomed by the people of Aiken County, but you can be sure there will be protests humbly submitted by your Lard Lake correspondent, Douglas C. Niedermeyer, a.k.a. Uh, Bill Stein. He forgets to mention that the information he sent us on the Talon Mine comes from the Aiken Independent Age website. The paper has been following the issue from day one. I must warn you, it will cost you $1.50 a month to access the archives. However, it will allow you to catch up on all 89 Lard Lake adventures. Because he okay. writes the, uh, the Lard Lake deal. Yeah. I have a note from, uh, is this a don't use my name deal? Uh, regarding scarring of the land in northern Minnesota, please have someone take you or one of your guys on a flight at a moderate altitude from here to the Canadian border, taking note the distance and how long it took to get there and consider the multiplied by the width of the state and how many square miles that is. Minnesota is a big state. It's so big, it's bigger than half of California. When you fly over iron mines, such as the one in the photo near Virginia, he, he linked me, there are, they are nothing compared to the square miles we're talking about. Even compared to landfills, which are also nothing, mining operations are nothing compared to even the landfills. The earth in Minnesota can handle this just fine. 
By the way, I would love to have an electric car, but the technology just isn't there yet. It will be someday. Chemical battery storage of power is so expensive and inefficient and also takes so much volume and so much time to charge. It will be a distant memory in the future when we have better electrical storage capacity, such as graphene-based batteries, or if we develop a chemical storage system along with fuel cells, such as hydrogen storage, that will be cheap, safe, easy to store in terms of volume, rapidly fueled in the vehicle and without the problems of batteries wearing out and needing to be replaced at great expense with scarce constituents. Woo, Mitch. And one more. Uh, Don't use my name. I happen to be one of the guy involved in the engineering of most of the tailing storage facilities in this state, iron, copper, nickel, etc., The technology being proposed for tailing storage at Talon's Minnesota Processing Facility, if they stay here, would be the best available technology. Read that as very expensive. And have absolute minimum impact on the surface environment. Essentially, most of the tailings would be sent back into the mine shafts from which they were extracted with cement to make them solid again. The minimal material at the surface, less chemically impactful to the environment, would have an exceedingly small footprint. The real question to be asking is, why are facilities like Polymet and Twin Metals being delayed by permits and lawsuits while Talon gets a big payday for the government? Who is to gain? Well, it is because the government is mandating that we drive electric cars. I think that... uh, what do I think? I don't know. I think that's a bigger point than you just let it go. You just let that one I have slide no way off to the follow t- up on it. Yeah, but that that is a very very good point. Uh, you know, these environmental studies, that's just another way to prolong the inevitable or or cost cost people money. Environmental studies are BS. But I think what we learned is that it doesn't sound like the proprietors of the mine and Tamarack intend to be harmful to the earth. They're trying to be as unimpactful as possible. Correct. They they have no choice. Right. They have to be. Right. And they're still being portrayed as, you know, being 1910 uh, um, technology. Right. You know, and it's just so far beyond that. Can we take a time out? Brooke, spiral light candles. Let me pull that up. Tell me about spiral light candles. I will tell you about spiral light candles. Spiral light candles are the perfect Halloween gift. Now you're probably not going to be able to do it for tonight because you got to order them online, and you're just you just don't have time to do that. Nah. But remember that for next year. There you go. Spiralightcandles.com. They come in all sorts of different colors, scents, and sizes. How do you get your hand on? How do you get your hands on them? You go to the website spiralightcandles.com. Select your size, select your uh, scent, and then select your color, and you're on your way. You're on your way. They're going to ship them out to you. It's a garage logic company started in the garage. They are local here, and they're very specific to who, what stores they sell to. But you can always get them online, including the cylinder index candle, which is fabulous. It smells like your garage, and what GLer would not want that burning in his garage? 
Check them out online, spiralightcandles.com. Don't forget about them for housewarming. These are candles that burn in a circular motion. I've told you before, stop burning those old singular wick, boring candles. Give them a conversation piece. And that's what you get with spiralightcandles.com. Jeez, that was kind of you. Well, if you're going to sit there and talk Halloween the costumes, the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. So, when a guy leaves his cruddy old deer stand office chairs out in the elements, the turny thing that makes it swivel gets all sticky and squeaky. When a guy coats those turny swivel things with seafoam deep creep, they come back to life and they make you forget how forgetful you are or were. Uh, that goes for swivel boat seats, too. Give those swivel turny things one good dose of thunder from Seafoam Deep Creep. A lot of duck hunters have given up for the season. I don't blame you. What a rotten season. Uh, but remember to treat your gas tanks and cylinders with seafoam engine treatment before you stash them in the shed or behind the garage. Uh, you burning number one yet? Spring and fall, good time to dose those diesel tractors and rigs. First time you put number one in the fall or number two in the spring, feed in a good, healthy couple gulps of seafoam motor treatment so it runs through the system. You'll be able to keep rolling coal for the rest of the season. Seafoam is here to help and keep your life simple and trouble-free. A wonderful product in a world of bad gas, Seafoam. When was uh, Paul Pelosi, the husband of Nancy Pelosi, attacked in his home? Was Wasn't that it fr- Friday night? I think night? it was Friday. Uh, I'm looking here. Uh, I thought we talked about it on Friday. I believe it might have been in the early hours of Friday morning. I'll look it up. Re- re- read that and tell me when was he attacked? <laughs> the play headline in the Star Tribune today is... Uh, fretting about the conspiracy theories that have about the fr- up. about the Friday break in that left Pelosi. So it was right. Friday, right? But I think it was you know overnight on hours Friday, in two uh, two a.m. on Friday. Correct. All right. Uh, I I have I don't I'm not contributing to any conspiracy theories. I, I if somebody attacked the guy, you would think they'd have a better alarm system. Uh, you would think that the minute a uh, sliding door was touched, all kinds of noise would have been made by a, a high-tech alarm system, but apparently that wasn't the case, which is uh, maybe apropos of nothing. This guy who attacked him is, uh, by all accounts, a complete lunatic. Yeah, he is. And with a, a, a poorly led life, his own family is estranged from him. He's... Uh, he hasn't amounted to much, and he's he himself is a conspiracy theorist on a variety of right-wing uh, madness. So what are we to believe here? We're, we're left with, uh, I went to the San Francisco Chronicle, uh, figuring they might know as much as anyone about this, and there's no evidence to suggest this was anything except a break-in. I know something is going on, but do I don't know, know what. Well, what do you mean it, something it, it is going on? It doesn't pass the smell test. The smell test, 72 hours later. What is the smell test? Um, the fact that he could get in yeah. uh, uh, through a sliding door and the fact that he could navigate to find him and say, where's Nancy? It just it, So many things don't, uh, don't add up. There's too many open... 
unanswered questions. Such, my question is, aren't you? Don't you have anything to say about the headline and the piece itself, which is just taking a shot at all conservatives and Republicans across the board? I mean, that's my big problem with this piece. I, I mean, any opportunity they can they can take to. This is a screaming headline, Such. It's no more screaming than Musk uh, posting a Twitter uh, story about uh, quoting uh, a source that has since taken itself down, something in Santa Monica, a fake news source. Right. That uh, this was some sort of gay prostitute companion of Paul Pelosi's. Uh, that's, that's without evidence of that, uh, Musk should be ashamed of himself, but shame doesn't exist in this world Don't, anymore. So that did, headline is nothing compared to what Tusk, uh, Musk did. Did they refer to him as a conservative? I think they did. And it, isn't it well proven that he's all over the map politically? He's all over the map, yeah. Yeah. Right-wing figures rush to spread Pelosi lies. Well, uh, many of the prominent right-wing figures did rush to spread Pelosi lies. Among them, Musk, in this case, is a right-winger. Tomorrow he might be a left-winger. But in this case, Why some don't... vile, vile, ridiculous stuff was posted about this. We're incapable, uh, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But we're incapable of accepting. In this world, we're all going to think that this couldn't be a normal break-in, that something you know, had to be up? You know, never mind the story. You know damn well that this, if this had been on the left, that headline, that story, wouldn't they wouldn't be there. And if it was, it would be buried. And it certainly wouldn't be a screaming headline like that. My, my, my issue is with the Star Tribune, not with I- any of the nonsense surrounding this story. Did you see what that, Trump's, that's, Trump's kid posted? That's what happens in today's world of social. Well, that's, that's just the way it is. And the fact that they're taking this opportunity to do a hit piece on conservatives and right-wing and Republicans is what really angers me. I'm, I'm conservative thinking, and I don't feel that a hit piece has been done on me. All right. Well, I do. I feel a hit piece has been done on Trump Jr. and uh, uh, oh, you know, uh, Roger Stone and some of these fruitcakes like Alex Jones and on and on and on. But I don't feel a, a right wing hit piece has been done to me. If the shoe were on the other foot, they would ignore it. Well, and it's exactly why, Joe, that there's so much um, angst. And concern from the left as to why Musk even bought Twitter, for example, because they realize that now a lot of those voices aren't going to be able to be censored. I mean, it's it's proven in the last week or what, however long it's been. Can you take me off Twitter seriously? No. No, you can. You know how. Sure. You are now. But we're not. We're not. We're not going. I don't want to be on any site that has Trump Jr tweeting a picture of some underwear with a hammer on top of it with the with the caption I know what I'm going to be for Halloween. I don't want to be part of that. I don't want to be anything I don't want to be anywhere near that kind of BS social media. Social media is an insidious black hole and this country is falling into it. 
and it's I we've had this discussion that. a thousand times. But I seriously don't want to be a member of Twitter ever again, ever. Okay, you should do a final post, and then no longer participate and just. And I take myself off it if I knew how. Well, it's you got not 15, that hard. Thousand followers. Big it's not deal. that difficult. Oh, he's I, up to 15 It's not like I keep now? up with the 15,000 followers. Right. It's, it's not like I'm providing them But anything. the reason that you're on it is because there's a lot of people that want to hear thoughts from you. Then they can tune into this show. Right, and they most likely do. The well, same. then that's enough. Okay. Well, no. 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 no, no. Do we? Uh, we don't have... No. No, we don't have time to do this, it right now. This is an off-air discussion. Right. Or for those of you that have signed up for the town council, maybe you'll get to be a part of it. Right. Oh, you're going to tell me, well, it's important for the development of the show. Wow, radar. BS. Okay. No. Anyway, let's just stick to Pelosi for a moment. Yeah. All right. And And that's a a Luddite point of view, Joe. I'm a Luddite. I'm a Luddite. You want to go anywhere with this thing, or do you want to just stay here uh, parked on the right shoulder? As. The world passes you by at 85 miles an hour. The Garage Logic Service Road of Life. Well, let's spool it up and let it rip. Let's go for it. Speaking and to of, do that, you have to be on social. Speaking of Twitter, have you seen this great video of a kid wearing an alien Halloween costume? You know what we should do? We should put somebody in charge of Such's Twitter account. Oh, that's a great idea, and it shouldn't be me. Can we get back to Pelosi? Sure. I think it should be Rook or maybe his daughter who just got a job. Every yeah, picture, the only, yeah. the only, uh, it's not even, suspicion would be the wrong word. The only puzzlement I have there, okay. I'm puzzled mm-hmm. by when you see pictures of their house. One, I was surprised. I thought she might have lived in a gated, protected neighborhood. They don't. They're right on a corner there in some neighborhood. Uh, the only thing that puzzled me was uh, the what appeared to be a completely undamaged uh, big patio door open. You know, the glass didn't appear to be smashed or the wood Weird. smashed or ruined. How do you get in? Well, I, that's the only thing that puzzles me. Hmm. Why in the hell, you know, the speaker of the house, house, why would you leave that unlocked? That's what I have trouble getting over with i i i believe though i did read over the weekend that gavin newsom is motioning to ban all hammers in the state of california (laughs) it doesn't surprise see i can't i can't get you guys to uh to focus on the central question here is it what's the word let's get this straight do we now live in an era where it's going to be in entirely anticipated if not expected that doubts will immediately spring up that the husband of the speaker of the house was up to no good is that the era we live in yes yeah yeah it is and what you're telling me is uh do we live in an area era where uh if uh a republican Let's say a Republican woman was the Speaker of the House, and her husband had the same uh, situation. You're telling me that the newspaper wouldn't have had a headline about it? That's what I'm saying. Uh, I think they would have. No, they would have had a headline about it. It would have been. Uh, I don't know if it would have said left-wing figures. It wouldn't have mattered what side of the political aisle the Speaker of the House and this incident fell on. There, there, There would have been a headline. 
But not like that. No, no. Did but, you see the headline? Right, but Kenny, what I'm getting at is, but the reaction would have been completely different. Does she get a private plane? Uh, this is, uh, I believe so, because she flew to California private jet, but it has the uh, Air Force insignia on it. She hmm. might maybe the That's speaker. For sure it is. Maybe the speaker gets a plane. It's a nice gig. It is. Uh, um, but you know, we talked about this last week. We're just also in an era, Joe, where too many people, myself included, they just have a hard time trusting just about anything that they see or read or hear these days. We Especially live in an era, it, though, when crime is rampant in the United States, and we've already learned that this guy who did the attack on Pelosi is a complete nutcase that broke into a house and, and tried to kill Pelosi. But there were too many reports that Pelosi quote-unquote, knew this guy. Didn't he refer yeah, to but him? But who are those reports from? Wasn't that part of the 911 call? He kept using the word, he's my friend. And the way that's been couched in the media is that he was using code language to keep the 911 operator on the line. Now, that puzzles me a bit. Uh, a, is it known to be code language to say, I uh, have a friend in the house, uh, Wink, wink. Or did he get lucky and have a real sharp 911 operator who interpreted that as a code? This reminds me of that audio piece we have. I am stuck in my handcuffs. The priest. Is it, does um, that, that? I've never heard of that, a, f- a friend. No, that's what he said. I know he did. No, I I'm, am stuck in a pair of handcuffs. And a ball gag. You're just trying it out, huh? I am stuck in a uh, we, pair we, we understand. of handcuffs. Yeah. Um, I've never heard that code word on a 911 call. Could you look that up, please? Why? Yeah. Okay, okay let me ask this say, question. My, my daddy is here. Well, you know, why would he need to speak in code if it's an intruder? That's what I don't understand. Uh, presumably, to... it's not like the 911 operator is going to hang up on him. If there's an intruder in his house. Well, maybe 911, once you say I'm getting attacked and I live at 123 Main Street, maybe they hang up. No, they don't. Not a chance. No, 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 well, that does not, was, that then, never then, happens. Then, then he wanted her to stay on the line as a witness to what was happening? If you go back to some of the early initial stories, you can read that, you can read this. I'm not making it up. He used the term friend. Why are you fabricating alibis for this guy? I'm not fabricating anything. Seems like you are. No, and 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 uh, no. What I'm arguing for is some rationality to exist here. Yeah, we've, we yeah we could use that. Yeah. We've instantly gone. We've instantly gone to the fact that this there's there's something amiss here. Something's fishy. We've instantly gone to that. In a crime-ridden America, there's something fishy with this, but not what happened outside the gay 90s Saturday night. We'll get to that in a moment. Oh, you know what? You just made an excellent point. That's not fishy, I guess. We live in a crime-ridden country, we especially do. San Francisco. Especially San Francisco. And so now this guy gets broken into, but it happens to be Paul Pelosi. So now it's going to be a, a, a conspiracy? During the 911 call that Paul Pelosi, the husband of Speaker House, uh, Nancy. Speak carefully and slowly. 
made. He referred to his attacker as a friend, the Daily Mail reported. Pelosi as talking in code to the 911 operator as to not agitate his attacker, David DePape. But the operator knew something was amiss when Pelosi said to his attacker, What's going on? Why are you here? What are you doing to me? The operator is then heard contacting police and saying he states there is a male in the home and that he is going to wait for his wife. He stated that he Meaning does Meaning the, the assailant is going to wait yes, for his wife. Yes, he stated that he doesn't know who the male is, but that his name is David and that he is a friend. He sounded somewhat confused. It was thanks to Mr. Pelosi having the ability to make that call and the instincts of that dispatcher to realize something was wrong, that police were able to get to the scene quickly, San Fran District Attorney Brooke Jenkins said to CNN. They got there within two minutes to respond to the situation. Well, that doesn't seem fishy to me at all. Anytime you call 911, I thought if you're engaging, they're going to have police on the way. 911, what is your emergency? Right. Mm-hmm. That's how it goes. And you see, you usually start with your address or what just happened. Uh, in the pioneer- he would really have to be smart, though, to say it's my friend. He, this guy would have to be super intelligent. Or had he already been hit and was dazed? Do you know what I'm saying? No, I, uh, no, I think the story explained it. He used the term friend in order to somewhat appease this fellow. Yeah, that makes sense to me. But did David... Well, 9 operator, it's a friend, and then he says to the so-called friend, what, what are you doing here? What's going on? And the 911... Just slow down. Just slow down. Operator. <laughs> what are you doing, a live spot, Reavers? <laughs> The 911 operator, uh, to give her credit, was thinking to herself, oh, okay, there's something going on here. I buy that. Well, I buy that. But they're going to be, you're going to be suspect already if you call 911. <clears throat> if you call 911, they're trained to gate. There's a reason that somebody's calling me. All right. No broken windows, no shattered patio door. Not that no. I saw. Maybe that I have not read that, but the pictures I've seen of their handsome brick house shows an op- a big, large open door that looks like some sort of right. maybe a sunroom door or a patio door. But like door. I said, there were a, from the two different accounts I read, there were no signs of forced entry, correct? Are we all in agreement on that? Yes. They and it was it 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. My house is locked up at 2 o'clock. At okay, 2 well, let's get back to another question. Unless he knocked on the door and Paul just happened to answer. Let's right. get back to another uh, way to look at this. So what if it was some gay rendezvous? What? what in other words, doing- in, in other words, so what? Well, doesn't bother me, but maybe he's trying well, to. But what what is the likes of Roger Stone and, and Trump Jr. trying to make of that if, in fact, it was... A known assailant. So what? Secret double life. That whole deal. Yeah, but that's not gonna. That's not gonna cost Pelosi her job. It might cause her some some embarrassment and a divorce, but that has nothing to do with her being Speaker of the House. So what 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 angle uh, is the uh, far right taking on this? The Marjorie Taylor Greene types of the world. What what are they? What 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 do they have to gain? That part by pointing I, I, out I, this is a I don't know just to embarrass her then. nothing isn't it just more that well I don't even want to it speak would to they that. would they would do that so she would be embarrassed he'd be called out 
uh, as living a double life like so, that. And so it still wouldn't affect her as speaker. In other words, it wouldn't change any votes. Mm. I don't uh, know if I would say that. I, w- I disagree with that. I, I, I think it would. Whose vote would it change? She's so, not running for office. No, and it would not cost her her... Um, Oh boy, I'm not going to vote for a Republican. Uh, I'm not voting for any Democrat now because look at the way Mr. Pelosi was behaving when his wife wasn't home. Well, I can't imagine a voter saying that. Wouldn't it be proof that sh- she's living a life that's a lie? I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. I don't have any. I couldn't care less about this story at all. So anything I I'm, say is I'm kind of with Kenny. I I don't care at all. But but there, you you're, know, you're getting to the point though. You're right. Yeah. Why but, is there this national concern about this story because of who they are? I guess. Yeah, and because it's, it would be proof that she's living a life that's a lie. It's maybe. also because much in the same vein, and I don't know if you guys agree with me, but this is what I believe, much in the same way that we all are are in agreement that climate change has become theology, in a certain extent, so has politics. Politics has also become that thing that people gravitate towards, that follow it incessantly, that we're, you're either with us or you're against us. That's what politics to a certain degree has become. I do find it... Uh, yeah. I might stick with the word puzzling. I do find it puzzling that the traditional news-gathering institutions also immediately tried to liken it to the January 6th situation in the Capitol uh, because this guy said, where's Nancy? And then somebody on January 6th inside the Capitol said, Nancy, where are you? Uh, 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 I don't know. Well, that's, we learned this from the Pioneer Press. That's proof that I'm right. It's a hit piece. We we learned this from the Pioneer Press. I, I don't know how the reporter thought this was apropos, but I guess it is. The House GOP campaign chief, uh, Minnesota's Minnesota Representative Tom Emmer, was asked during a Sunday interview about a tweet promoting his own video, which shows him showing a gun at an indoor target. Enjoying exercising my Second Amendment rights, Emmer tweeted, mentioning that he was with two House GOP candidates. The video includes the imagery and sounds of the rifle being fired. The tweet was posted Wednesday, that's before Paul Pelosi was assaulted, and said... 13 days to make history. Let's fire Pelosi. So what do you, what, what, what do you, what's your point here? That was dropped in the middle of this story on the Pelosi attack. What's uh, their point of putting that in there? That, this? that doesn't make any sense. Uh, it's an AP piece, Lisa Mascaro. Dateline, Washington. And then I, maybe she got help from local report. Maybe she called and said, what has the response been of your local GOP head? And uh, I, no, I don't. I Never mind. I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know why that's in this story. Well, it shouldn't be unless they're trying to somehow put together Fire Pelosi as being fire a firearm at her. Is that what they're trying to say? That that yeah, but she's not. Uh, that piece doesn't. That item doesn't belong in that story. 
uh, Emmer said on CBS Face the Nation, I presume that means yesterday, that he was just exercising our Second Amendment rights, having fun. Uh, okay. Uh, I think I think Emmer would have been better served not producing that video, but if he, that's the or video. not saying that. Yeah. Jeez. I can't believe these jackasses are in charge of our life. I'm talking about both sides. I know. God, we're just trying to make ends meet, trying to get by, put food on our family, and we got to deal with this GD gong show. Yep. Yeah, well, you're right, man. Who's That's... the guy without the lips? Oh, McConnell. This is McConnell. He always seems like he has extra spit in his mouth. He looks like a cadaver. <laughs> the hell are we doing with that clown in there he's 90 hundred years old they're all on the third rail and they cling to that power and we can't get rid of this bs they act like they're royalty or czars or something god not none of them have worked a day in their lives okay you know kenny uh if you were in at home and and your wife was at your house in San Francisco, uh, where she, where she's a tech executive, let's say. Yeah. And she suffered wounds at the hands of an intruder. Yeah. You're you're not on the third rail. To get to her, you'd be flying commercial. Yeah. Yeah, first I'd break every speed law known to man to, to get, get to, to the, the airport. airport. Then I'd be a serious pain in the ass. You've waiting been arrested for my plane. twice for speeding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it, you'd break out the plastic, and you'd take any seat available. Yep. And get there right now. Yep. The uh, the American political class, both sides, are entrenched in their own lifestyle that has nothing to do with us. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Nope. And they don't care what decisions that they make and how it affects us. We're they're, only, they're only biding by their political ideology. That's all they care about. We're drifting a long way from Paul Pelosi uh, getting hit with a hammer, but I'll go with Paul Pelosi was hit by an intruder with a hammer until... I learn otherwise. Yeah, until proven otherwise. Yeah. But back to my point, what what are we doing letting these old farts run our lives? Pelosi, Biden, McConnell, the hell do they know about what we're going through? Yeah. Nothing. And the young farts, uh, the squad types, uh, are so far just as left, just yeah. completely insane. Yeah. That they can't get why people would be against canceling all student We've debt. got city council members in both cities that don't even own a house. No, they Why do we even renting, allow that? Where you can't, what the hell? And, and, and uh, again, this, this conversation is threatening to go in too many directions, but very common, very common. In fact, Rook could look it up. I think we have. Uh, I don't think they own own. I don't think they have children. <laughs> Maybe uh, who's the Highland Park guy? Matt. Well, Tolbert? didn't Bender uh, has name? Chris Tolbert. Chris Tolbert. Maybe he has kids. Didn't Bender? Bender has kids. May, but very few of them have kids. You're right. Very few of them do. They, and they love rentals. 
and they, they don't want you to have a car, nope. but you can't plug in your car at the apartment. Nope. We've learned that. Uh, we're not only governed poorly, we're governed by people who make no sense. And Joe, let me just throw in there, they're completely inaccessible to us. Mm-hmm. Unless they're running for election, then you can't get rid of them. Right. I love telling people the story about when the CP ran into, who was it, Norm Coleman in the grocery store, mm-hmm. and just walked up to him and lit into him. That's what we need. We need politicians that are accessible to us, people we can talk to. Well, A, he's Norm and you can talk to him, and B, she knew him, so it wasn't like she lit him up. Right, but there they were, both in the grocery store. That's my point. Well, I've said for for as long as I've been on the radio, I've never seen Betty McCollum anywhere. Agreed. She represents me in Congress. You know, f- try to find your mayor. I've never seen her. Mm-hmm. Right. You haven't seen him. I know uh, kids I used to have were at a restaurant, and they talked to, uh, 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 what's his name? Carter. Melvin Carter. He was out at a restaurant on a Saturday night. Mm. They talked to him and found him hail fellow, well met. The homeless activists found the Minneapolis mayor over the they weekend. Did. They <laughs> camped out in front of his house, didn't they? <laughs> is it a house or is it an apartment? I think he's a, he would be an apartment guy or a condo guy. Well, uh, at least with a condo, you own it. Because the far left does not want you to own a house because that's, that's too privileged. Sustainability, Joe. Yeah, We're all about you. sustainability. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, okay, let's, let's come back and talk about downtown Minneapolis. Redmond's Flooring and Design, for the last 50 years, located in the Halloween capital of Anoka, Minnesota, they've been doing wonders for people that call them, go online, and say, listen, I don't really know what I want, but I want to see what you got. Well, that's where the design part comes in. Anybody can do flooring, right? Anybody cannot do flooring properly. That's where Redmond's comes in. They'll help you with the design. They'll help you pick out anything you want, whether it's carpet, hardwood, tile, whatever the case may be. And then they'll put that plan together. And again, it's not an overnight operation. They're taking their time because they do it right. Again, 50 years, they have been around uh, the carousel. What, what is it? What are you around? Around the block? You've been around the block for 50 years. They know what exactly what they're doing. So don't expect to get your carpet the next day. They don't play that way. When you go to their website, redmonds.com, you will see some of the reviews that they have, some of the products that they have, and you're going to be very happy to know that they work with Mohawk. All pet protection and warranty is the only carpet protection and warranty for all pets, all accidents, all the time. Your pets are family members, so no matter how you live, they got you covered. Soft, luxurious, smart strand, forever clean carpet. Smart strand is extraordinarily clean exceptionally durable and environmentally friendly. Mohawk is the ultimate floor for every room in your home that's suitable for all pets. It's time to love your floor with your entire family, thanks to the all-pet protection warranty from Mohawk. 763-316-3332 or online at redmonds.com, Redmonds Flooring and Design. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. So a message for Chief, I wonder how much ammo he went through uh, sighting in that scope he picked up from DK Mags, um, because, uh, yeah, yours truly went through a box and a half. Uh, DK Mags, they can get you outfitted and out in the woods with a smaller, large caliber, long rifle. By the way, yeah, that ammo, if, you use, if you're like me and you used up too much, Stop into DK Mags, get restocked before the big opener this Saturday. And that old Winchester lever action 243 is acting janky, weird, sticky. Both DK Mags and Monticello Pawn and Gun, 
They've got smithing services to keep that inherited firearm in perfect working order. Uh, oh, and by the way, if you consider yourselves, uh, uh, you know, a bit of an expert on firearms and, or, ex- or accessories and you need a job, get a hold of them. They're hiring good people. They're hiring GLers. Great selection, fair prices, a very wonderful staff at both Monticello Pond and Gun and DK Mags in New Brighton. Great website, too, dkmags.com. Uh, the late, great Jimmy Breslin, mm-hmm. columnist in New York. He had a really he had a real knack for getting to uh, uh, to getting to the people who really might have provo- he populated his column with people who knew stuff. Okay. Not all columns, a lot of them were just BS and he made them up. But uh, his best column ever, I recommend it. You can find it easy on the Google. Is on the day JFK was buried, he did a mm. column on the grave digger. Yeah. It was just <clears throat> absolutely superb. When John Lennon was shot, he did the column on the two cops who accompanied Lennon to the hospital. He he would get. This is my way of saying, I would love if a current Breslin in in San Francisco, the story I would trust would be a story of a cop who was inside Pelosi's house, mm. and if you could get him to be candid about what he saw, what happened. Why the door wasn't locked, on and on and on and on. Then you'd have something. Could you get away with that, though? Well, not in this this, day and age, because the cop would probably be told he can't speak. Well, right, he'd be shown the door if he did. But there's something I would find trustworthy. Yeah. Sergeant Miller arrived at uh, Pelosi's house at 12 a.m. and was immediately surprised. He told me that the uh, patio door was wide open with no apparent damage to the glass or door frame. What about the dispatcher? Would that interest you? No, because the dispatcher wasn't there. True. A a cop on the scene uh, uh, would be an interesting person to hear from. The closest we could get to that would be the police report, I would imagine. Yeah. that's that's, And they're available. Yeah, but the the official word is all you'll get. Mm -hmm. According to UCLA, not a right-wing talk show host, not Joe Rogan, not anybody. Mm-hmm. According to USL, uh, UCLA, record-breaking wildfires in California released twice the amount of emissions that California cut between 2003 and 2019. <laughs> <Whoops>. <laughs> Though unlike fossil fuel emissions, they can eventually be reabsorbed by vegetation. What? They can be reabsorbed by vegetation. Okay, so they'll yeah, not until their, you their molecules their molecules will go into the ground and enrich it. But that's prime fodder for them to bring up climate change. The fires were the state's most destructive on record, burning 4.2 million acres, killing dozens of people and destroying thousands of homes. The study published in Environmental Pollution adds another statistic: the fires released roughly. 127 million megatons of greenhouse gas emissions, or about twice California's total emission cuts from 03 to 2019, all of which gets a we don't know that anyway. Those are just, uh, if you were paying attention, we'd have a we don't uh, know we that. Don't know. Why are you studying the computer? No, I was looking up a story because the USA Today had a story on this very thing. I saw it over the weekend about the way that California uses controlled burns, and then there was an accompanying story from a different outlet saying that uh, a vast 
majority of a lot of these wildfires in California had been set intentionally. Now, the, was golden, to find uh, the golden state sees itself as the nation's leader in climate policy, launching a series of programs and regulations to cut emissions. Yeah, but they don't take care of the forest floor. So uh, that includes requirements that the electrical sector use only carbon-free energy by 2045, and car makers sell only zero-emission vehicles by 2035, which is incredibly disingenuous. The uh, electric cars are just cars that have their exhaust pipes elsewhere. The state also runs a carbon cap and trade market that forces large businesses to cut emissions or buy environmental permits for their pollution. I wish California would secede from the union. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? Oh. And just be your own place. Yeah. You've got the... Got to get a passport I mean, to get into California. their uh, economy bigger than most countries. They can they, they could survive. Go ahead and take the western, the western edge of Oregon with you, too. You can it, have it. Just be your own country. I don't want to be like this. Who would want to live in that state? How, and plus, how could you afford it? How could you possibly afford to live in that state? Uh, there was a story. This is a Bloomberg piece. California dated dated October 24th, so I think that's a week ago. Joe, California is poised to overtake Germany as the world's number four economy. Really? Which I found fascinating. They could easily survive on their own. I suppose they couldn't easily, but we could consider them a foreign country that ships us dates and apricots. Well, last year was the first year we talked about it on this show. It was either 2020 or 2021, I forget, where it was the first year in a long, long time that California's population had actually decreased yeah, in the calendar fleeing, year. fleeing in record numbers. Well, it's easy to say. If you've got a chance to go, I suppose you, some things have to fall into place for you. But I've always, I've always uh, doubted. I, for as many people that left, as that many more moved in? Okay, I have it right here. Uh, California's economy has proven relatively resilient, uh, first through the pandemic and now through the current period of elevated inflation. So much so that the Golden State's gross domestic product, thats we call that the GDP, that's right, is poised to overtake Germany as the fourth largest in the world after the United States, China, and Japan. It had already leapfrogged Brazil and France in 2015 and supplanted the UK in 2017, although many of California's current figures won't be published until 2023. Estimates suggest that the state may have already caught Germany with at least one forecast implying California is ahead by $72 billion when considering the state's recent growth rate. Okay, th this is a great topic. Then why aren't they doing better? Why are the why because are so many people in California by suffering? Idiots. That's yeah. why. Plus, you got to get out there and rake up the forest floor. There's just no getting around it. Well, aren't mow, they the, mow your lawn and shovel your snow, too. You know what? I wonder how much of it has to do with the fact that they're going to ban uh, uh, fossil fuel vehicles by 20. What was it? 2035. Five. Mm -hmm. Did that help? Would that help what? Their gross revenue. Because people know. are saying, oh, I better get my car now. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I, I don't believe it, but I'm I looking do the right, right thing here and just tell you, I, I don't know. Okay. Thank you. Rebecca Brannon is a interesting young character. Yeah, she's who, uh, a great gal. Who uh, has her eye on crime and manages to locate herself in situations that that allow her to film uh, unbelievable Wild West scenes 
and she's done it a couple times, and her most latest is just over the weekend again on Hennepin Avenue. Fights, gunfires, kids driving a crane down the street. Uh, Oh, the girls fight nasty, don't they? Yeah. Well, one of them got her... There's some haymakers. She got her, what do you call it? The, yeah, boob will come off. The uh, extensions are good pulled out. Yeah, the, the extensions deal. got yanked off her head yep. in yep. one video. Well, but none of this is in any conventional news gathering organization. No, no, it's not happening. Minneapolis is safe. Now, granted, uh, who's going to, when does this take place? At 2 a.m., 1 a.m.? Typically at bar Closing Well, no, no reasonable soul is going to be down there at 2 a.m. Well, no, so that's, that's wrong. Okay. That, that it should be an acceptable and safe time to be downtown Minneapolis. Well, okay, it's not. But it's not. It's You're not, right. and therefore that's why I would not be there. Nothing good happens at right. 2 a.m. But it used to be. Oh, God, yes. And not that long ago. We're talking just a matter of a couple of years ago. I gave it up in the 90s, and before I gave it up, it was a great, safe place to hang out from, you know, 2 a.m. until sunup. And I shared this with Joe earlier, but I have it on very good authority that it's gotten so bad. How how bad bad is is it? That even the people that that are being hired to work, Mm -hmm. whether it's security, bartender, staff, whatever the case might be, um, even those people are a tad bit sketchy nowadays because they just simply can't get people to come down and work. But did you watch uh, Brandon's latest video? I sure did. It's just a kick-ass brawl. Yes. Yeah, just yeah. all out. Yep. And it's that would tilly. be between about what Washington and Ninth Street. That whole long well, stretch of Hennepin, where that fight in particular is, it's between Fifth and Fourth. In downtown on, on Hennepin Avenue in downtown Minneapolis, and that's the block with the '90s and Augies and the rail. Correct. And what used to be a arcade. What's in that arcade now? Uh, that is it's on the corner of Six. It's. I think. It, I think it's a. It's a now a restaurant, but it's only. A, it's like a lunchtime restaurant. I can't remember the name of it. Gotcha. Well, it's it's a mesmerizing film uh, yeah. that she took to show. The, the callousness that these people have for each other. And I'm sure that the AC Hotel, which is a very nice hotel that's on that corner, I'm sure they love that free publicity as it took, basically took place on their doorstep. Well, I, I'm, I, I would say I'm astonished, but I'm not. No. Because this that's is just, just what it's dissolved into. This is just happening routinely. But again, you, you ask the question, why, is, why, is, why isn't the news media covering this, the newspaper, the TV... It's not in their agenda to portray uh, perhaps people of color uh, as instigators of anything. Well, and that's why and there it, were plenty of white people involved too, by the way. And that's why it bugs me because you know, obviously Jensen retweeted this, and people are commenting on him saying, "Well, this is just one side of." Well, no, this is a problem. Why does it matter what side of the political aisle you fall on? Why can't it just be called out for what it is? Yeah, that part I don't understand. I don't uh, get that. Brandon had a number of responses to her video from people who were essentially saying what's the, there's no big deal here what's the problem which i that well, baffles me well no it's me. a tremendous problem or if if you don't live in downtown minneapolis you have no business commenting on it to hell with that well who'd want to live down there well, there's there are a lot of people that do but that's that's not the point the point is why do i have to be located at at that part to be able to comment on something like that mm-hmm. there's a lady who's barely clothed just throwing haymakers at somebody who's being held by somebody else. 
boy, these women fight dirty. And they fight intensely. Yeah. And then there's a Minneapolis police officer who casually walks up and just douses everybody with the mace. But but it it appears to be fighting for fighting's sake. Yeah. It, it's it would be hard to identify. Uh, oh, a kick to the face. Yeah. Wow. When she's down. Wow. Yeah. Her big butt hanging out, her wig off. But Jeez. but who's oh, you know? There's Jesus. no way to say. Well, she started it. It it seems to me that it's just. Part of the nightly routine. Right. Let's go outside now. It's time to fight. Yep. It's like the Far Side cartoon of the of the deer looking at their watches, and the one deer oh, yeah. says, "Come on, guys, it's time to go stand in the middle of the road." <laughs> so they go out onto the street, and then they they it's like a hockey fight. They size each other up, yeah, and they pair up, and the next thing you know, it's five minutes for fighting. Right. We're throwing hands. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, okay, uh, Rebecca, you're putting up the good fight here. Uh, you keep filming this, and you keep making it available, and and nothing apparently will happen. Uh, we have social workers now with involved, and they don't seem to have much impact. And we've got Cedric the Entertainer, Cedric Alexander, as you've <laughs> yes. called him, Cedric yes. the Entertainer. Uh, but we had the great letter from one cop about a week ago. A retired guy who looked at the scene and said, "Who in the hell's running this show?" Yeah. You know, you got a safety director and a community organizer and a social worker and a mayor and a city council and a police chief. Who's running the operation? Here? And unfortunately, the the officers that are being used in downtown Minneapolis aren't being used, like say on Franklin or Lake or over north. You know, they're stretched too thin. Look at the story John told from 1950. As an aside to what I asked him to discover about the weather, some cop sees a guy running and stops the guy and says, "What are you doing?" and uh, hits him upside the head. The guy took off. That's it. That was the excitement for that night, apparently, and and then it got covered. It got covered. It did. This stuff doesn't get covered. At what point, too? Because I've thought of this often. At what point would it be wise for whoever it is, the mayor, just to say, step in and say, "All right, guess what." Bars are going to start closing at 10 p.m., much like they did during the pandemic, to just curb all of this. Mm-hmm. Halloween's a big deal in Garage Logic. The kids Dude. of Garage Logic love it. Yeah, I know, Reavers. The, the bar, uh, the, that won't happen, though, Chris. I know. I mean, it can't happen. I know. Because there's other bars where there aren't any incidences. No good can come at 2 in the morning. Mm -mm. Well, you've been saying that for years, and I think it's you posing as a a grumpy old man up until the last couple of years where now I I absolutely agree with you. Oh, before the last couple of years ago, nothing good happened at 2 a.m. No, I think a lot of things did, good and fun. (laughs) Yeah, well... You, uh, <laughs> I'll get off your lawn. I'll, I'll be on my, my lawn. I, I'm, Why don't I'll we be take a break way. and come back and wrap this up? Okay, Joe, but first I want to tell you about our friends at Keller Tax Services. That's Linda Keller, by the way. She is the proprietor of Keller Tax Services, and she is fantastic. And she's a GLer, by the way. She's been doing this for 20 years. She started in California, then wised up and moved to Minnesota. She prepares all types of returns for all types of professions and businesses, 
and she's perfected the virtual tax appointment over video and or phone. It's safe document exchange. That's right, encrypted and secure. And the confidence of a professional with the convenience of staying right at home. She has competitive pricing to do-it-yourself software, and it's a flat fee that includes state income tax return, e-filing of all returns, and direct deposit of all refunds. So you can book your appointment right now by phone, 320-352-0013. That's 320-352-0013. Or just go online and visit her Facebook page, Keller Tax Service on Facebook. Her goal is to take the mystery and the anxiety out of the tax preparation process. 320-352-0013. It's never too early to start thinking about your taxes. And that's why you need Keller Tax Services. Tell her you heard about her on Garage Logic's podcast. Your kids are back in school, and presumably that means homework. So why aren't you doing your homework? Uh, you have been with the same home and auto insurance company for years, probably, and those companies have only one agent who represents only one insurance company. You deserve more. You deserve options. Your insurance needs change as the years go by. Insurance companies' rates certainly change as the years go by. This is why the Canopy Group provides you with 16 options, not one. Don't tell your kids, but you can outsource your homework to the Canopy Group. They will teach you how they find the best insurance coverage for the best price, not only for today, but for each and every year. Contact the Canopy Group at 800 967 3389 or visit thecanopygroup.com and let them do the homework for you. <clears throat> oh, oh, oh. Monte Schmonte. Here's Joe Suchere. Here's Tears for Fears. Tears for Fears. On the uh, Garage Logic podcast. Say, fellas, is it the. Uh, no, it's no, it's not the seventh of November, is it? No, Kenny, it's the last That's day of October. Week. That would be a week from now, the seventh of November. That's when the annual Franklinstein sales event at Maple Grove Lock and Safe ends. You'll get monstrous savings until the seventh on the Franklin twenty three, the Franklin forty, and the Franklin fifty. Of course, these being Liberty safes, they're the best made safes in the whole wide world, made right here in the USA transferable lifetime warranties, uh, the whole deal. Rich, he's the owner up there, MGLS. He's got a phone number, and for some reason, I don't get this, but this is Rich. He likes talking to you folks. Uh, so pick up the phone, call him, 763-494-9075. First, got to pass the time of day for 10, 15 seconds, but then get to the point, ask about the Franklin Safe Sale. Uh, but you can also check out the website, too, the address there, maplegrovelockandsafe.com. That brick-and-mortar store, that's where you're going to go to pick your baby up, 6901 East Fish Lake Road in Maple Grove. The Franklin Safes, 23-40-50. They're all on sale through next Monday, maplegrovelockandsafe.com. Only. Only? Only. Because they come to us all the way from Marloth Park in Mpumalanga, South Africa, and the Traveling Lyman's Notes, today is our 10-year travel anniversary. Wow. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Today, we listened again to the May 5, 2022 podcast of when we were in the studio. That it was, was great still fun. was one of my favorite episodes Thanks we've done. again. This is Tom Lyman of the Traveling Lyman's. 
On this day. Today is Halloween, October 31st. On 18, in 1872, Augsburg College was dedicated in Minneapolis. Huh. And on this day in 1903, a Minnesota-Michigan football game ended in a 6-6 tie, declaring a moral victory over the favored Michigan team. The Gophers claimed for their trophy a water jug accidentally left behind by the Michigan trainer. The little brown jug became a symbol of the two teams' rivalry. Quite unlike the Michigan State-Michigan rivalry where you just beat the hell out of each other in the tunnel when you leave the game. It's like a street fight in downtown Minneapolis. On this day in 1920, very apropos of Halloween, Anoka began earning its reputation as the Halloween capital of the world by holding its first planned celebration of the holiday. Traditional events included a parade, a football game, and a 5K Grey Ghost run. Can you name the nickname of the Anoka High School football team? The Tornadoes. Attaboy. Which has nothing to do with Halloween. Not a thing. Mm-hmm. The pumpkin heads. I can probably get most nicknames. No, you can't. Try me. Okay. Um, Chan Hassan. The Beavers. <laughs> the Storm. The Storm. Isn't that very I'll foreign? try one more. Uh, how about Chaska? The Waterworks. The Hawks. Stillwater. On this day... <laughs> Stillwater, Still, uh, I should know. Stillwater, come on, the ponies, you, there you the ponies. Go. Forest Lake, the uh, bl- uh, Blazers. No, they're they're Lakers, aren't they? Uh, Lakeville. Which Lakeville, one? Uh, Prior Lake is the Lakers. You're right. They? That's right. It's Prior yeah. Lake. I don't know which one, north or I, south. Could you also throw this football over the mountain? I could. Yeah. Matamidi. the Zephyrs. Yep. On this day in 1991, we should do that as a game on this show. Wouldn't that be fun? It would. You idiot. <laughs> I can name every mascot, <laughs> and then he gets everyone wrong. Right. On this day in 1991. All you have to do, answer with confidence. That's right. all you need. Uh, Halloween. The Halloween blizzard began. A record snowfall of 24 to 36 inches blanketed the area from Duluth to the Twin Cities. It was the state's largest recorded snowfall in a single storm. And I've, I've said many times... You know what was we need to remember about that event? All that snow disappeared. It did, and then I do obviously that. came back for the entirety of the winter, but that snow disappeared. What On day this, of the week was that? I think it was uh, a Friday. I think wasn't it was it? a weekend. It was a festive weekend. Thursday. No, it was a Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I was done. Yeah, oh, couldn't man, make it, was... it in Friday. And on this day in 2012, the traveling Lymans left Minnesota and started their worldwide travel from That's the Minneapolis nuts. Book of, from the Minnesota Book of Days, Minnesota Historical Society Press. Here's the 10 more. Oh boy, they're having fun, huh? Yeah. The best you go part to of WorldwideWaftage.com and you can see giraffes and stuff. <laughs> you know. That visit when he would start talking and, and she would just lay her hand yeah. on his forearm yeah. to say and it would, instant silence. He would yeah. just stop right away. Yeah. <laughs> well, you gotta like each other to do what they're doing, and they seem to. How yes, long would you and the CP last to a worldwide excursion of this extent? You're you're making the assumption that we'd leave for one. <laughs> They didn't even make it to the airport. We wouldn't get out of the cab. <laughs> right. No, we we go places, but we're not going to travel forever. Gee whiz. 
She'd miss them kids too much. That's a, so you guys wouldn't try. Kenny and his wife would travel separately, and my wife would just send me. We could do it. And she'd stay home. Oh, yeah. 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 Thank you, GLers. Now, Halloween, uh, 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 I will have more on that tomorrow on just what took place tonight in Garage Logic. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, don't forget to sign up for the Garage Logic Town Council for just 10 bucks a month or $100 for the year. You will have 24-7 access to all sorts of Garage Logic behind-the-scenes footage, past interviews and segments, and uh, so much more. Just find out more information online at the website garagelogic.com and subscribe to the GL YouTube channel if you wouldn't mind because there we are posting daily content for you. And you can follow us along on Joe's Favorite, all of our social media channels, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We'll catch you tomorrow. Yo, oh.